0: Salah. Oh! Astonishing! Like an arrow into the bullseye of the top corner. Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Liverpool. Another nail-biting game. It feels like every game we're playing these days. Uh, it's it's. Uh, it's one of those games that just makes you feel feel uneasy. Um, you know, you know when you watch sports and you watch your favorite team, you're really supposed to enjoy it. And then it gets to times like this where it's the end of the season or it's the end of a championship or something, and it just all gets really tense. And um, it, you want to watch, but you don't want to watch. And uh, it feels like every Liverpool game at the moment is like that. But the Chelsea game was by far our hardest remaining Premier League game, and we've come through it with a couple of goals, a clean sheet. We've gone, we've gone back up um, ahead of City into to top of the Premier League. Um, so all in all, a, a great performance. The first half um, felt like a like a sparring match. Um, we had a lot more of the ball, but we didn't really make t- any. We didn't really make too many clear cut chances. Uh, Salah had a, a volley at the back post, um, but other than that, we didn't really open up Chelsea or create any chances. They had a couple of opportunities on the break. Um, which we defended relatively well and we kept Hazard quite quiet. Um, but we didn't really create too many chances. It was kind of like we were... We wanted to score, but we didn't want to open up too much because um, we were afraid of potentially Chelsea hitting us on the break. But um, whatever was said at half time worked. We came out in the second half. Um, I think maybe Chelsea thought we were going to ease our way into the second half and kind of slowly ramp up, but we came out with an intensity which... I uh, haven't seen very often from Liverpool uh, in the past couple of games, and it you know it really helped us accelerate and move past Chelsea, and that was um, kind of shown in, shown in the first goal we scored. So it was a great bit of play from uh, Firmino uh, and then Henderson kind of on the edge of the box um, on the right hand side of the box. Uh, which led to Henderson kind of clipping over to the far post and then Sadio Mane having a free header to almost um header into an empty net. And I don't think many people saw this but he actually headed it. He had a huge part of the net to to aim at and it was was open. But he actually he actually headed it a lot closer to to Kepper, the Chelsea keeper than um than uh than he probably should have. So that was but I think it was so close that the goalkeeper couldn't have um really much say in, in, in trying to save that. But that really uh, kind of got the mood up in the stadium, got everyone slightly more relaxed, um, and we kind of smelled blood at that time, I think, uh, and we pushed forward. And the uh, we scored the second goal with an absolute gem from Mo Salah. Um, it was a fantastic uh, goal. He picked it up, picked it up on the right hand side, um, came inside, came inside the defender, and probably from about twenty five yards out, just hit an absolute. Bullet into the top corner. Um, it reminded me of a goal that I remember Gareth Bale scoring back when he was still at Tottenham. Um, when he picked the ball up on the right hand flank, came and in, cut inside a few defenders and, and then smashed a shot into the into the top left um, of, of the goal. And uh, after that, we the game got very open. Uh, and I'll, in the analysis, kind of later on in the episode, I'll talk a bit more about how I think we can deal with that if, if that happens in, in in some of the other games we have left. But um, it became very open uh, and Hazard had two chances, uh, or a couple of chances actually, one where he hit the post, another two which were saved um, well when they, saved well by Allison, and then cleared by the defenders. But um, it was a bit shaky for about 10 minutes after we scored the second goal. Um, and they could have easily got one back in the game or potentially even equalised. And we were lucky that we kind of got through that period. And after we got through that period, we we became a lot more um, kind of controlled and confident. I think that was mainly because of the substitutes that that uh, Klopp put on. So I think Wijnaldum and Milner uh, were good substitutions to come on and, and kind of help just calm the game down and uh, yeah, just help us control it and see it, see it through, which we did. Um, a 2-0 win takes us back above Man City. That's kind of the only the only target for all of these games, it's not about goals or whatever. Um, although we are, I think seven goals, um, less in terms of goal difference than a city, um, which may come into effect should we finish on level points. So there is an incentive for us, particularly with um, two of our last four games being against teams that are already relegate, uh, they're in the bottom three, sorry, um, that we should try and close that if possible um but uh but you know that's not the, the 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 foremost at the foremost always just to win and get the three points um but uh so just kind of getting through to to some of the analysis from the game now and um we've seen Jordan Henderson in this new role uh probably since for a couple of games now um kind of mainly since the Southampton game last last time out where he came on in a more kind of advanced midfield position um, which he then played again uh, against Porto in the Champions League, um, and then Klopp pretty much kept the same team, um, replacing <clears throat> uh, Matip and uh, and Lovren um, between the Champions League and the Premier League game. But um, th- this new role for Henderson seems to you know uh, without you know him playing in it for for a long period of time seems to suit him uh, very well. Uh, Henderson has always been a, a high-energy, high-intensity player, um, and in his position as defensive midfielder, that often kind of led to him sometimes making some rush challenges. Um, and although he was, you know, was extremely competent in that position, I think if we ever had an injury crisis, he could, or Fabinho was was out or whatever, um, he could fit into that position. But I feel like this this new kind of slightly more attacking midfielder position for him suits his energy and, and style of play better, and he's he's linking up really well with with Mo Salah and Trent. Uh, alexander Arnold on the right hand side so it's incredibly positive to see how he has kind of grown into that role even though you know it's only been in the past three games and i think um he came off uh before the end today with a potential injury so hopefully that's nothing too too malicious but i wouldn't be surprised if klopp continues with with henderson in that role for for the remaining four premier league games then however far we get in in the champions league so um that was incredibly positive to see uh to see him you know get involved he obviously got the goal against Southampton and got the assist again today so he's by playing that attacking role he's actually you know he's actually contributing to us uh, scoring and making chances which uh, you know which is all you can ask for from a creative from a midfield position um, and it seems to have solved some of the issues that you know um, me as well as many other people have been uh, were vocal about in term, you know earlier in the season where it seemed like we were lacking this um, type of creative midfielder um someone who could kind of take Take some chances, um, get a ball in the box, be a midfielder or something. And having now Henderson and Cater both in the team, um, it's the first time it's really happened for for kind of more than one game really um, this season where they've had the opportunity to to play. In. And when you when they're both when Henderson and Cater are in the midfield with Fabinho sitting, it's not as obvious. That kind of lack of creativity in the midfield, I think is still there, but it's not as obvious because they are they are picking up some of that shortfall with with their impressive play. The uh, kind of following on kind of from that, um, and uh, just I guess the second point I want to talk about is our, t- our kind of time management and game management. So when we went two up, within the next five minutes, uh, Chelsea should have arguably scored two goals and or Hazard should have scored two goals and should have been two all um, and I think in in that in that time I'm not sure what the players were thinking maybe it was they were kind of being G'd on by the crowd but um, it was almost like the players wanted to get 3-0 forgetting that we were 2-0 up against a very good Chelsea team uh, when all we needed was a win and um, you know there might there might be opportunities in our remaining games where we can you know score four or five, but but this wasn't the game, and uh, we very much we very much could have got caught out um, in one or two of those situations. Um, and if they had got one uh, and they'd carried on that momentum, they very they very easily could have could have equalised. And what I would have liked to see in terms of game management is more than just kind of keeping the ball, which is which is one part of game management, but I would have liked the formation to change as well. So we were playing the the four three three. And I would have liked us to to move more into kind of a 4-4-2 with either Mane or Salah, whoever, um, dropping into either one of the wide positions uh, and then the other one playing up front with with Firmino. I think that would have just helped us kind of solidify a bit um, and uh, just you know just be a bit stronger defensively. Um, but that can only be teamed with, if they're going to run around and keep breaking, then... Um, you know, the formation's <laughs> Formations useless. But I think also in this situation, I think uh, Robertson and, and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold also, uh, I think they need to work on their game management as well. You know, they were still bombing forward and that is their game. And, you know, th- it very much isn't to interfere with their game and try to get them to play any differently because that would just be wrong because they've been so influential uh, to us this season. But it's just about getting them to understand, you know, say as part of your back four, Hold it for ten minutes. No need to make bursting for run foot runs forward. If you know Mo Salah Romani has the ball and they're looking for the option, you know let them let them play back and you know just kind of see out ten minutes or something like that, just to kind of calm everything down. Um, we were we were probably a, a bit too a bit too open um, post scoring the second goal. Um, so uh, so yeah, that was I guess the only kind of. I guess criticism from the game that we could have easily thrown away the two-goal lead um, had it not been for the post and some and some kind of decent Allison saves. Um, we have Cardiff next up. Um, Cardiff are obviously still fighting for their lives and I have no doubt that that will be a tough game. Uh, Cardiff are... Uh, you know, they're, they're not a team necessarily packed with quality but they're a team packed with um, kind of a hard-working team and they'll be hard to break down. Uh, we're going down to Wales... Um, to play that game, and I don't think it will be easy. But um, you know, I'm very much you know we're at a stage now where we you know we can't afford to to lose. Obviously, City playing on the Saturday, playing Tottenham after playing them in the Champions League. So, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes, depending on how their Champions League game uh, kind of pans out. Um, but um, but yes, yeah, so it will be interesting to see how how we we approach the Cardiff game. I fully expect us to win the game. Um, we've shown over the last couple of weeks that. Uh, you know when we need to win we can win Um, and hopefully we come off a a good result against Porto as well which will kind of take us into the semi-finals of the Champions League keep that momentum um, and spirit high within the camp which will hopefully help us and hopefully you know Tottenham or United um, can possibly do us a favour and uh, take some points off Man City so that would be ideal but um as we as we do, guys, we always end uh, the episode with a shout out to Klopp. Um, and I think I said this a couple of episodes ago, but I think the shout out to Klopp now is just um, keep the momentum going. All we have to do is win these games. It isn't about performance; it's just about heart and character, and just taking the chances when when we have them. Um, so yeah, I, there's you know there's not much else to play. We, we, you know we've been starting to play better, particularly you take that sec- take the second half against Chelsea. We we played relatively we played pretty well. Um, we were passing the ball quicker, the movement was better, uh, players were making you know runs in behind the defence. Um, so we were playing better, but you know this isn't. I'm sure the players aren't work. The players are working on you know styles of play and types of play, but um, yeah, you know now it's just about finishing drills and stuff like that, right? It's it's not about. Um, necessarily how we play but it's just about getting the results so um, looking forward to the Champions League game in the midweek uh, we have the healthiest lead out of any of the quarterfinals um, and I fully expect us to go to Porto and uh, possibly score there um, but I won't be surprised if we try and just keep it kind of tight and contained um, hoping we can do that uh, and then get, get ourselves through to the semi-finals the Champions League and see what happens there but but in the Premier League obviously Man City play again before us so they have the opportunity to leapfrog us again and um, i think that happens now for the vast majority of the games left there's only obviously four games left for us five for city um, so uh so yeah so uh the cardiff game next week looking forward to it um obviously we'll be doing a, a review of that one when it comes out uh so i hope you guys have a great week and i'll catch you again on a review of the cardiff game